You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour number two, it's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Later on in the show, Greg Wyshynski, ESPN senior hockey writer, Peter Labardius, the voice of the Flames on Sportsnet 960 at 830. And your chance to win KISS tickets. End of the road tour. The bottom of the hour. Yeah, get your We're gun you ready. 960-960 on the old text line. I gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night. I gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night. 960-960 name and location. Our Sportsnet 960, the fans. Uh, text reading robot Texty McTexterson will join us at the bottom of the hour. But right now, I'm sure he's relieved that the NHL trade deadline is done. Uh, the host of um, Tim and Friends weekdays on Sportsnet, Uncle Timmy, Tim McAuliffe. Timmy, good morning. How are you? Gentlemen, Georgie, Maddie, Calgary, what's going on? And yes, I am relieved that uh, yeah. the NHL, it seemed like every trade broke just before we were going to air. <laughs> <laughs> Cancel <laughs> just everything. That way. Yeah, it's like, great. Yeah. Now we got to blow up the show because <laughs> Timo Meyer is a New Jersey devil. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. I felt like every day last week it was like, okay, we planned this entire show for Canada to watch today. Yeah. Oh, crap. Yeah. There goes that. That's, uh, so can someone get me some statistics on Luke Shen, please? <laughs> <laughs> and at least, again, somebody, like, I, I, I've been very cynical on the salary cap and how it just, just crushes player movement. But I think it was fun that we actually saw that all that movement for a solid week and a half here that, hey, there actually can be some trades that get fans excited in the National Hockey League. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that was kind of like I almost rethought because I had the same kind of idea that all this cap, flat cap, not moving the cap, no luxury tax, hard cap, soft cap, no cap, that we were uh, in a spot where we weren't going to see much. And uh, Boom, we see a ton of stuff. And, I, you know, uh, I've had this long kind of standing argument with Brian Burke, who says, no, there absolutely shouldn't be any luxury tax. They negotiated a hard cap, and it forces um, teams to make hard decisions. And a lot of the teams that have had to make the hard decisions have been Canadian teams, which is why I've been fighting against it. It's, you know, we just happen to have, you know, a couple of superstars in this country. And, uh, paid them a lot of money, and then the cap goes flat, and you can't support them. And lo and behold, we still haven't had that cup in this country since '93. And so I say, this just so happens to coincide with a, a an interesting time for Canadian teams. But they're still able to get stuff done. And you know, I've had to rethink this idea that maybe these caps. The other thing is that we have a couple of teams who are just tanking, and Arizona can just take on salaries, and you know, other teams that are taking on salaries because of Bedard. But it's a real interesting conversation. I know it's deep and it's inside hockey and all that stuff. But it was nice to see that we actually got stuff done. So after the deadline, who do you think would be your favorite to get to the Stanley Cup final of the Canadian teams? The Leafs? The Oilers? Maybe Dark Horse? Go with the Jets? I'm glad you went Canadian teams, uh, Maddie, because it was going in Bruins, coming out Bruins. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wagon that is Boston is still the wagon that is Boston. Uh, if we're going Canadian teams, I mean, listen, I probably would have said on uh, Friday, uh, Edmonton or Toronto. 
And then on the weekend, Ryan O'Reilly gets hurt. We'll get an update on that uh, today. And the Oilers give up seven goals in a loss to the Winnipeg Jets. Um, I'm still not convinced that the Jets are there. I've always been impressed with their talent. When you get called out by your coach and then follow up with a 4 nothing. I mean, you thought the, the Flames loss was bad on the weekend. Mm. Uh, something similar last or similar, something similar last weekend with the Jets. They lost 4 nothing at home to the New York Islanders and had one shot through a period and basically a quarter. Um, they, they fell flat, and a lot of people were questioning the heart on that team. Uh, and whether or not the big boys will prolong their weight. So I'm not convinced on Winnipeg. And, you know, Edmonton giving up what they gave up on the weekend. And Toronto uh, losing to Vancouver with a couple of injuries. I know Matthews returned, but I'm sure he's got a little welt. And whatever happens with with Ryan O'Reilly may start hearkening back to to what happened to Nick Foligno in a big pickup for Toronto. And he just couldn't play in the playoffs, or he played, but he played very hurt. Um, so I, I, that's up for grabs, Matty. I have no idea what the answer is today. I gave you three options, and I've made a clear mistake here, as I forgot the Ottawa Senators, who have won five straight and also acquired Jacob Chikrin. Love it. What are you making Love of it. the story in our nation's capital? Uh, pesky sends playing their way into a battle. I absolutely love it. I was saying when Derek Broussard, and I don't know if you guys caught this, but Derek Broussard basically said we were on the right to, uh, mm-hmm. to have additions to this team for Pierre Dorian to go and find us some help. And our, our Twitter team on at Tim and friends um, wanted to call him out as a joke. And I actually got mad at the team. I'm like, no, this is real. Like they're playing better they're going the right way. This is when you add. This is when you tell this. You're not going backwards. You're not selling at the deadline. And lo and behold, they got the best possible addition that they could get on the open. I mean, maybe at home would be better, but Chikrin's even younger. He's going to fit the timeline of this team. He's got a grandpa who lives in Ottawa and eats Timmy's um, <laughs> and, 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 and uh, enjoys the entire uh the entire weekend there in, in Ottawa. I, I really like what they're doing. I don't know if this is the year, but I'm going to tell you, when you look at that team, Timmy Stutzla is real deal. And, you know, I know that they lost Josh Norris, and that was a big blow to that team. But one of the benefits of that is that other guys get other roles, and Stutzla is really growing. I mean, obviously, Brady Kachuk is a wagon. You guys in Calgary know uh, what the Kachuks can bring to a team. Uh, that that back-to-back against Detroit was an absolute tour de force from Brady Kachuk. He was like John Wensink in the old Don Cherry <laughs> videos, challenging the entire North Stars bench. Like, yeah. it was awesome but, stuff. But what about that move Rick Middleton made in the John Cherry <laughs> scrape line where he went wide, Timmy? Yeah, yeah. I, I was a big fan of Ricky Middleton. I oh, was yeah. 16 when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Baldwin guy. Oh, yeah. He's sentimental for me, yeah, for sure. Could you imagine they didn't wear helmets in the NHL? Like, how absurd is that? (laughs) Like, Craig McTavish, I remember as a kid, the dude didn't wear a helmet. And that wasn't that long ago, Timmy. Whose visor was it that snapped in half this week? I saw a visor that absolutely snapped in half, like a a pure cut through the visor. 
this weekend. And I'm thinking like, oh my God, like we just mandated the vibe. Never mind the whole helmet, just the yeah. visor. Uh, anyways, yeah. We, it, we get smarter as we get older. I it, think. And that was the talk too, right? Like, um, oh, don't wear the visor. It might cut you too. That was the talk for all the guys who didn't want to wear visors when they first came yeah. out. And then there was the Wayne Gretzky Jofa bucket. Which essentially would be just be an open casket at your funeral because that thing absolutely gave no protection. Yeah, that was that was the helmet for the guys that didn't want to wear the helmet. Yeah, it was a classic. So apparently, it's Robert Thomas who took a puck oh. right between the middle Robert of the visor. Yeah, it cracked it right yeah. in half. No this way. This picture is wild. Wow, that's insane. Yeah, Saved his life. Yeah, the, the picture is absolutely wild because it cracked like in the middle and just fell out. Yeah, wow. yeah, it's. It's like a, it's like any one of their teeth just missing the middle part. It's kind of wild. Um, what did you make of the Calgary Flames over the break or Oof. over the trade deadline here, Tim? A big move bringing in Troy Stetcher and doing the brother swap. <laughs> yeah, that's the easiest. Like you just flip the keys to the house to the did, other guy. Did that? Does that go. Did that make the open on on Tim and Friends? Is that where that was? I would assume. You know what's fun? We we had we had Bradshaw living on the show after and. Um, you know, it was an interesting conversation with the GM and where this team is going and what they're hamstrung by. And it, it seems kind of obvious that this was the season where you kind of had your deadline in the in the off season and it hasn't worked out. I mean, that was not only the deadline, but the the follow it up the way you did. You could just feel the energy being. You could like the, it was just a balloon, right? Like you you let the air out of the balloon. And with the deadline, and then it followed up with Saturday night. And that was just, I mean, I, I, I feel like I need to give a hug to Calgary fans maybe a little bit later on today on, on Tim and Friends, just a, just a group hug, a virtual hug over the, over the camera because that's not what you wanted to see last week. I don't think. I don't know what you thought you were going to. Did you guys think you were going to get more at the deadline? No. No. It's, it's a nice, safe, bring in some vets, maybe help this team get into the playoffs. But Don't spend any assets. Yeah. Like, it, it yeah. looks bleak, Timmy, this morning in Calgary. It's bleak. Yeah. Without a doubt. And all the comments. I mean, you hear the one that struck me the most, like beyond Sutter, obviously, <laughs> Sutter calling out his best players. But I don't know if you saw Toffoli. And I don't know if, if his comments were – geared towards Sutter if they were geared towards the rest of the team but he said if the will's not there a guy comes out and says it or whatever then they shouldn't be playing or playing as much Mm. and I was just like that's real interesting to me and whether or not that means more that I mean he could be talking to Sutter or he could be talking to the rest of the team like he could be just saying to the coach, if this is the way you want it to go, then by all means, right? Like, mm-hmm. then let's, let's, let's walk the road together. Or he could be talking to the rest of the team and saying, listen, if these boys aren't going to do enough, then get them off. Either way, like, real eyebrow-raising comment from me. Tim McAuliffe is the host of Tim and Friends weekdays on Sportsnet on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sports at 960, the fan uh, wanted to ask you about Jose Bautista going to the level of excellence at Rogers center. Really not a surprise. I'm going to give away the bobblehead with the bat flip. Wanted to ask you in the last 25 years, Timmy, where does the bat flip rank as like greatest Canadian sports moments here? Um, obviously the golden goal with Crosby, Thakic, uh at the Olympics. 
Um, no. Suck it. Yeah, like, and, and it just gives me goosebumps <laughs> just thinking about that call. Uh, yeah. The Kawhi shot in game seven, I think, is bigger than the bat flip because of what it ultimately meant to winning a championship. Mm-hmm. But where does that bat flip? Because even watching that clip, it's still just as electric today because the circumstance surrounding that inning is one of the most banana innings I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, that's 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 what plays in it. By the way, I just got a text from uh, Shadow Wilder in Calgary mm. uh, who said who said to me, uh, "We don't want hugs; we want heads rolling in the street." <laughs> okay. Oh, good. That's, ag- that's aggressive so, for that like, early. All right, it's okay. Yeah. It's seven eighteen in Calgary. That's aggressive. <laughs> yeah, maybe I. Sun's maybe not I even up yet. Uh, maybe yeah. I won't offer up the hugs. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so uh, the thing I hate sometimes I hate ranking things, George, because what you said is absolutely true. Like, okay, so the Kawhi shot because it ended up. I mean, listen, it's such a fine line. If it doesn't end up with a championship, does that make the moment less? Um, and mm. with Jose, for me, like, I don't know, even with the Kawhi shot, even with, um, I mean, I think Golden Goal would probably um, lead the way when it comes to this, but it was also like a split crowd. It was heavily Canadian in Vancouver, but there were American fans in there. There were random Slovaks in the audience that bought tickets, hoping that their team would make it. Um but the 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 forty five thousand pro Jays fan yeah. in that building exploding at that moment like I don't know that I've ever seen like the way it was hit the no doubter everything yeah. that led up in that inning to that moment and Jays fans feeling like they had been robbed like there was just so much that led into that bat flip that it. it, it I understand what you're saying. Like, where does this rank in Canadian sports history? It's right up there, but it's number one for me in explosion in the moment. Mm. And that's almost why I love sport is because you get a bunch of people in a building watching people do things that you can't do. And Jose what most definitely did something that none of us could do in maybe – you know, the biggest moment in, you know, however many years it was since Joe Carter's home run, which probably ranks up there as well. But that explosion in that moment was unbelievable. And that includes Joe Carter's home run, which I was alive for and running down Young Street in downtown Toronto when it happened. Uh, saw it on Twitter. They should have Darren O'Day throwing out the first pitch on bobblehead uh, to Jose Bautista. I think that would be super fun. <laughs> For the bobblehead. Uh, now, now you got me, you got me down this rabbit hole, Timmy. Uh, I, I've seen this argument on Twitter. I've seen fans arguing about what the most important home run in Blue Jays history, uh, home run in Blue Jays history is. Here's mine. It's not the Joe Carter one. It's the Robbie Alomar one off Dennis Eckersley. Because if he never hits that home run, they probably don't win back-to-back world championships. Yeah, like, and the aura of Eckersley is something that you probably couldn't explain to anyone who wasn't around when it was there. Like, Eckersley was Mariano Rivera before Mariano Rivera, right? Yeah. And like, and that adds to the Robbie. Like, no one expected Robbie's home run to go out at that moment in that time. He was a great player, but Eckersley had this aura that he was mm-hmm. untouchable. And for Robbie to get him, that kind of kick-started everything for the Toronto Blue Jays, without a doubt. That is uh, it most important. And listen, like 
the one thing I will say is like let's not let's not diminish no the, no the a walk off World Series home run, run. Yeah. yeah no I'm like I'm not yeah. <laughs> no like again it's yeah, an incredible no, I, moment I say you were I yeah, say you I'm, were but to me just the people. most important yeah and the Ed Sprague home run against the Braves gets no love and that was super important too in '92. Yeah, it's funny how like. It, it, the narratives on so many things, like I, I, we should just do an entire show on how narratives completely change. And because other moments happen, you, you, yours gets erased. I'll, I'll never forget my, my greatest example of how fine the line is, is. Remember the entire Joe Flacco elite? Yes. Joe Flacco throws a ridiculous bomb against Denver on the road uh, with like a minute and a half left. And a Denver Bronco defender takes a terrible route to a ball and they score on, I believe it was a 79 yard catch and run. And they go to the Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl based on a defense that was really good. Joe Flacco gets his money. He's elite. And he was never really that good. <laughs> and everything changed because of one bad route to a football. Yeah. And after the two-minute warning in a semifinal that no one's going to remember. Yeah. Um, he, well, he was, really, like, he was really good for that year and a half stretch. And even next year in the playoffs, he was really good. And good. then, Yeah, not, not, yeah. not Montana, no. not Brady. No. He got paid like those guys. Yeah. He got paid like those guys, and that hamstrung the team for years because he got paid like those guys. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I he was good. He wasn't great, but he got paid great because he won the Super Bowl because someone took a bad route. All right, Timmy, I'm going to apologize before I ask this next question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, is the United States a safer place that Novak Djokovic is not allowed to enter it today? <laughs> the, the, the amazing part of all of this yeah, is that it's absurd. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> is that a lot of people who were complaining about Novak Djokovic not being able to go to Australia had no idea that he was not able to go to you at the United States a year ago. Yeah, two years ago, mm-hmm. and now we're in the exact same boat. So I, I am not a policymaker. I will never act like I'm a policymaker. Every once in a while, I will make fun of policymakers. Sure. Uh, you, you know he's playing there, right? At the at the U.S. Open in September, at yeah, US, when they lift yeah. this ridiculous need-to-get-vaccinated-to-get-into-the-United-States policy, yes. Like, that, that that's yeah. done in May. And the, yeah, if Australia lifted it, the United States... That's right. And again, it, so. I hate... And again, it's the old trust the science. I just hate when hypocrisy and politics just get in the way of things that just don't make sense. Like, it's common sense here. He's not a danger to anybody. He's one of the healthiest individuals on the planet. Just let the guy play tennis. That's all it is. Like I, and, and, then, and then you see on Twitter, and people are absolutely right, if Novak Djokovic actually just went to the Mexican border and just walked across the Mexican border, he'd be allowed in the United States. But no, that's not the case. It's only flying in. I don't know enough about it. Yeah. If you drive in, and, and you don't need to be vaccinated. It's even if you got... In. Two shots like over a year and a half ago, you can come play the tournament when it's actually it's past its due date of when it's effectiveness. 
anyway. I don't, I don't know enough about any of that. Don't walk. I do because I'm a Djokovic yeah, fan. Yeah, Sorry, that's why I apologize. It's been a thing all morning long, Tim, and I just letting him run. It's been bubbling. <laughs> just letting him run with it's been it. Bubbling. All I know, all right. Timmy, is this. He's very angry. This is this is all I know. The United States is a safer place today with Novak Djokovic not in the country to play tennis. Thank goodness he's not in the United yeah, States. Today. Well, but like, where, where where have you been for the last forty years if you're not worried about hypocrisy? Charlie? Yeah, well, exactly. Literally, like it, the world is full of it and has been full of it for mm-hmm. a long time. Just the difference is now that we see we see more through the. Through the BS. Yeah. No matter what it is. It's definitely been uh, a wild ride uh, these last couple of years. Uh, Tim McAuliffe's the host of Tim I I, I love how, like, your fandom in tennis is the one that brings you to this political moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Listen, listen, I moved to Alberta. I don't need to get mixed into politics. I don't get into politics. I generally don't. But when something just doesn't make sense, it's really frustrating. And when you have yeah, everybody like, in the tennis world going, this is stupid, let the guy play. Like, it just makes right. absolutely no sense. And they're lifting it in May. Like, okay, anyway. Yeah, but you want them to lift it for Novak Djokovic early. Yes. No, it, sh- no, it doesn't matter who it is. Everybody <laughs> yeah, should no, be like, yeah. yeah. And he's had it twice. Anyway, okay. But maybe, you're, maybe your own hypocrisy is coming back to you, right? Maybe. Like, lift it for Novak that Djokovic. could be it, Timmy. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, he's the host of... A, I get it, though. Yeah, uh, Tim, I, again, I, that's, that's why I apologize to you beforehand. Um, <laughs> yeah. He is the host of Tim and Friends weekdays on Sportsnet. Timmy, let's do it again soon. Thanks, pal. Always a pleasure, except for the end. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, there's a Grab Tim your tinfoil hat on the way out. Yeah, no <laughs> tinfoil hats here. Just uh, common sense or lack thereof. Uh, there's Tim McAuliffe on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline using the same secret recipe since 1975. Dine in at 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. Take out or delivery at 403-248-3344. Yeah. Um, Joe Carter, I got on the text line. Uh, the bat flip isn't the uh, it, the bat flip isn't the biggest moment in Blue Jays history. Yeah, we literally just talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh-huh. it's the most important home run in Blue Jays history was the home run Roberto Alomar hit off Dennis Eckersley. And I'm not diminishing the Joe Carter home run, which won the World Series off Mitch Wilding Williams in 1993. Wow, dang. Yeah. And if you actually look at some of his, not good. So um, (laughs) Joe Carter's home run, yeah. But the Roberto Alomar home run meant so much more because, well, winning the World Series. But what it meant to the organization, because the Oakland A's were the nemesis of the Toronto Blue Jays. And Dennis Eckersley continued to put it down their throats. And when Roberto Alomar hit that home run, that was the catalyst for the Blue Jays to win back-to-back world championships. Needed the juice. Yeah. Got the juice. Yeah. Back-to-back titles. Yep. Now let's see if they can uh, do anything this year. Of course, it all depends on how Vladdy's knee is. Yeah. Uh, you definitely need Vladito uh, to be healthy and sign that guy to a monster contract extension. All right, enough of the Novak Djokovic talk, which is just, just makes my blood boil a little <laughs> bit because it's so nonsensical. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Um, your chance to win kiss tickets. Yeah, fire it up. Lick it up. Lick it up. Yeah. My favorite part of that song goes, yeah, yeah. Didn't the other guys, I know, I know the other guys stole, I know Boom stole my yeah, yeah, and they used it for a while on this station. Mm. That's like my thing. Yeah, 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 sure. I came on and did lick it up. Yeah. And then they stole it. Uh Uh-huh. 
Yeah, and then like it was used. So like that's what happens in this business. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, I'm sorry that happened to you. That's okay. It's the highest form of flattery. Yes. Yeah. Imitation. Yeah, it's true. Your chance to win Kiss End of the Road tickets. Hey, it's Haley Salvian from The Athletic. For a look at the latest on your Calgary Flames and NHL news, go click and subscribe to the Hockey Central 960 podcast. While you're there, please rate and review the show. The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. At the top of the hour, ESPN senior writer Greg Wyshynski. We'll get you... We'll get his take on the trade deadline. Is that it? Yeah. Such a good song. Uh, Peter Labardius, Flames analyst for Sports at 960. Uh, Alex, did you text Lou to give us some life lessons today? I have texted Lou, but I haven't got word back just yet. Okay. Maybe it's about local sport. You know where he was yesterday? Watching the Dinos win a championship. You know who else was there? Eric Francis. You know who else was there? A lot of people. That was a little bit of a muckety-muck type of event. Speaking of who's who of Calgary's best. Rubbing elbows with the elite of YYC. Speaking of the franchise, you're not here Friday. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. The franchise is going to come in and do seven to nine with me. George has worked two straight weeks, so as a result, I'm taking a day off. Yeah, it's tough. (laughs) Tough. (laughs) I got to really circle some dates to take some time off here. Try and get out, swing the sticks a bit, do something like that. Like I worked, do you like I worked five days in a row last week? I know. I'm I'm really proud of you. I'm really proud. What's happening right now? I know you're doing such a good job. It was tough. Actually, I worked six days. I work six days a week, by the way. Yeah, I know you do. Because I do the inside the lines, lines on Sunday mornings. Yeah, and I do the Hitman. So and I saw look at us. and I saw Alex yesterday morning here. What, is, what a Sunday treat that was. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah, I scared the crap out of you. Yeah, there was some like technical thing. I'm on the second floor and Alex is like doing like Sportsnet today with Logan Gordon. It's like blasting through the board upstairs <laughs> while I'm doing the show. I'm like, what the what? <laughs> Bill don't know how that no, works. No, me neither. Me neither. Um, but it was, uh, it was fun seeing Alex Brody on a Sunday. Sunday fun day. That's what it was at the Saddle Dome. Great deals. Mm. Love Sunday fun day. Okay. Not this weekend. This weekend it's Saturday, Bret Hart game. And then it's oh, okay. two more Sunday fun days. And then hopefully postseason. But we shall hey. see. Yesterday did, was a big win. Hey, did you know they named the team after him? Uh, your chance to win KISS tickets right now. Such an idiot. KISS end of the road tour. Presented by Live Nation. November 12th, 2023. That's coming up. Mm. At Scotiabank Saddle Dome. Tickets on sale Friday, March 10th at 10 a.m. That's this Friday. A few days away. But we're giving away tickets right now on the big show for beat, free. Beat the box office. Yeah. Um, also call in 403-240-4444. 403-240-4444. If you were to paint your face like somebody from Kiss, which one would you do? Mm, probably Gene. Yeah. You, you you want to be the star? Yeah, I think I am the star. So yeah, you are. <laughs> you are the son of what? What would the son of Calgary, the child of Calgary, have? Gene, yeah, the star for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, four zero three two four zero forty four forty four four zero three two four zero forty four forty four nine sixty nine sixty. I don't know on the text line. Yeah, well. it's okay. You sh- there's th- only if you had such machine to look such things up. Um, 
Texty McTexerson going to join us momentarily. But let's get to the phone lines first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to see what our listeners are doing on a Monday morning. It's cold. It's snowy. Flames lost 3-0 on Saturday night. They're in Dallas tonight. We got it for you here on Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Let's get to the phone lines here, JP. Uh, JP. GVP. <laughs> let's talk to uh, Brian first. Uh, Brian, good morning. How are you? Yeah, hi, guys. I, uh, I'm a snow angel, and I'm the second house in from the corner. So I do my house, the corner house, and the other two houses. So I shovel the box a lot harder than the Flames played on Saturday night. Okay. Well, that's unequivocal. Now, like, that's without a doubt. If you've done three houses, my goodness. Now, now Brian, <laughs> snowblower or no snowblower? No snowblower, just the uh, biceps and triceps. Okay. Uh, do, you mind, uh, do, you mind, do you mind asking how old you are? Is that okay? Yeah, no, I'm in, uh, uh, over 40. Okay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, go, I do go to the gym. Okay, so you're in shape. You're not. You're, Are you yoked? Uh, yeah. No, I I like being outside and uh, no issues with the back or the knees or anything. So I'm. Well, happy I'm, I'm worried that. about your ticker, Brian. That's the one thing I'm worried <laughs> Come about. Come on now. Yeah. No. Yeah. I guess if you, if you shovel that stuff and it's like sand, you're supposed to push it, not lift it. I, I've ah. been doing it a while, so I got it figured out. Okay. Uh, do you your go. neighbors do anything for you because you are the snow angel? Uh, yeah, they do in the summertime. They kind of bring me over a nice cold pop the odd time. Okay. All right, I like it, Brian. Hang on the line. Thank you. I like a good Samaritan. Sure. Snow angel, as he says. Yeah, I wasn't sure where he was going with that, yeah. but that's great to hear. And it's important to help out those around you. What a great, what a great deal it is to be his neighbors. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you going to do the snow? <laughs> Brian's doing it for Brian next door. Why would I get out there? Are you nuts? You know, we don't even have to give him anything. Yeah. He literally just does it. Uh, a, a regular caller, Tim. I think it's this Tim. Tim, good morning. How are you? Morning, guys. How are you? Good. What are you up to? Uh, currently crawling down Deerfoot with the rest of the uh, working men. Mm, okay. And mm. ladies. Don't forget the ladies. It's true. Moo. Right? What What did you think of that game on Saturday night? <laughs> right on. I've seen novices play better hockey than okay. that. Um, so I worked harder at flopping my ass in the Lazy Boy and falling asleep mm. than the Flames put into that effort on Saturday night. Okay. I like it, Tim. Hang on the line, please. There Will you do. go. There's Tim and Brian, 403 Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, again, I like the effort. Like, there's two that I expected to get today. A, I shovel snow, and B, I just sat down, and that like, was I'm more not, effort. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I think Brian has the inside track because he's such a good, such a good guy. Well, yeah, two calls in. Yeah, he's yeah, he's got the inside lane. He's yeah, because he's such a good dude, and he does his place and his two neighbors side by side. Mm-hmm. But I also think there's a little wiggle room for a dark horse to come out of nowhere. Yeah, and surprise well, on us. the text line, of course. That's what I mean. Nine sixty, nine sixty. Our Sportsnet nine sixty. The fan text reading robot Texty McTexterson always works hard for us day in day out. Oh, Texty, what do you got for us here this morning? Kevin in Calgary. I gave more effort in studying for my blood pressure test than the Flames gave Saturday night. <laughs> it's pretty good. That's Kevin, Kevin right? Cal- studying for it. Nice. I like that. Alex, Kevin. That's okay, Alex. Yeah, hold on. Like I'll, I'll throw to the... Sorry, I jumped the gun there. It's okay. Premature texty there. It's okay. Settle down, love gun. So, Kevin, blood pressure. I'm writing this down. Blood pressure, Kevin. All right, next one. Cam in Calgary. I put more effort into treating myself like an amusement park watching Catherine Heigl Saturday night than the Flames did against the Wild. Okay. Mm. Who's that? 
Cam. Cam. I'm just going to yeah. write, write roller coaster for that and one. And I'm a big Katherine Heigl fan, so I'm in with Cam. <laughs> so is Cam. Okay. Apparently. Keep him going. Gross. Chris in Sundance, I've given more effort in shoveling my elderly neighbor's driveway than the flames gave on Saturday night. So we got a few of those. But I had to get one in. One of them was on the phone, and one of them was via text. Again, he has to throw in my elderly neighbors. Again. Pandaran. Yeah. Like, do you realize we are heartless? Like, we... (laughs) Well... Like, again, the guy studying for the blood pressure test... (laughs) Funny stuff. Yeah, Good stuff. Better than old people. Yeah, Chris, I know you're a good dude. That's awesome. And Brian, you and Brian are good people. But the guy texted in saying he has to study for his blood pressure test. It's pretty clever. Once again, we even if it's pandering, it doesn't yeah, mean we but, don't like it. Yeah, we ultimately might decide on giving it to you or Brian, but I don't know yet. We still got a lot more text to get to. Our ethics are extremely weak. It is true. What do we got, Texty? Aiden and Airdrie, I've given more effort in trying to coach a bottom team in beer league hockey than the Flames did on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. How All many right. coaches are in beer league, Matty? Not many. Uh, it usually is reserved for people who have an injury. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the odd person who doesn't know how to play but really likes to get banged up on a weeknight and stay out until 2 a.m. on a Thursday, mm-hmm. maybe wear a suit jacket. Mm-hmm. So there's not a lot of them, but good for him. Uh, let's mix in a call here. Um 403-240-4444. 403-240-4444. Let's get to Terry. Uh, Terry, good morning. How are you? Oh, pretty good, thanks. I'm just waking up. So. <laughs> just rolling out of bed? That's right, yeah. How was your weekend, so, Terry? Uh, it was pretty quiet. Okay. Kind of cold weekend, just hung around, didn't do too much. You didn't play indoor soccer or ball hockey this weekend? Mm, no. Did you okay. go to the golf sim? Uh, nope. <laughs> okay, that was our weekends. Okay, Terry. Did you watch up. The Last of Us yesterday? Because my goodness. I'm sorry, what was that? Yeah, okay. yeah he's not right a fan. On. As you were. Uh, Terry, uh, I gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night. I gave more effort in my blind date with Yoko Ono. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hang on the line, Terry. <laughs> okay, All right, thanks. I like it. I think Terry's uh, he's of, of a specific vintage. Yeah, that one Busting does. Busting a Yoko Ono joke. Um, let, let's play this game now. Alex Brody and GVP, do either of you know who Yoko Ono is? Nope. Can't say I do, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no. I knew it! <laughs> you honestly don't know who Yoko Ono is. What is this? I'm, I'm 1936? Yoko Ono, Japanese multimedia artist. Is this the person? Okay, That's the so, one. so, so Yoko Ono not why was nine famous. years old. Not why she's yeah. famous. Uh, she was the wife of uh, the late great John Lennon. You know who John Lennon is? Oh yeah, yeah yes. Yep, yep. Who's John Lennon? That singer dude, right? <laughs> what band was John Lennon in? <laughs> uh oh. You guys, you guys, the don't Google the Beatles. You Googled it. No, 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 no. That was actually a guess. I swear, that was a guess. I promise. That was a Google by my part. You did. That's awesome that you guys did not know that John Lennon was in the Beatles. <laughs> oh God, the most famous band in the history of humanity. I actually yes. think that's Skrillex, George. <laughs> okay, yes, yes, Skrillex. 
<laughs> Let's go. So, yeah, so Yoko Ono is, you know, a lot of people say she was responsible for breaking up the Beatles, which mm-hmm. really didn't. Not, but anyway, she was the wife of the late, great John Lennon. So Terry busts out the Yoko Ono reference, which I understood and Maddie understood. Yes. And yet the younger gentleman on the other side of the class who had no idea who Yoko Ono, Yoko ono was. That made me didn't feel know yeah. who John Lennon was. That's awesome. That's why I want to have a 90s quiz with you, Alex. <laughs> I'll, yeah, I'll, I'm just going to embarrass myself. No, I'm be like honest. A, it's like okay. A, yeah, you, you, you know were what? barely sentient in the '90s. Like the next time, <laughs> it'd be the same if I did an '80s quiz. Like the next time you and GVP are in, we're gonna have a '90s quiz. Sure. I like All that. Right. Yeah. I like that. Like again, when you guys didn't know who John Lennon was, <laughs> one of the most famous people <laughs> that, ever to live. That singer, dude. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, what else do we got from Texty McTexterson at nine sixty nine sixty? Albert in Abbeydale, I gave more effort understanding cutlery placement at my barbecue than the Flames gave during Saturday's game. Oh, wow. Wow. Cutler- at a barbecue? A cutlery su- placement? A summer rip. Is there okay. a salad fork at a barbecue? Uh, you better make sure that you have my coffee spoon in the right position. <laughs> okay, and it true. better not be touching the dessert spoon or I swear, George, I will come over there and wow. strangle you. I like that. I like that. I like if you've ever seen how they measure it at Buckingham Palace. Yeah, they have the exact yeah, and same. you're like, wow, could you imagine I wasting your life away doing this? I love that kind of stuff because you know I'm very meticulous and weird. Like yeah. That. Like I can be OCD with things, but I also am very impatient. Yeah. So, mm. no. Uh, what? <laughs> I'm still rattled over the John Lennon thing. Yeah, that was What weird. else do we got? That was, hmm. Wedley in Bridalwood. Like George in sports, I gave more effort laying balls than the Flames on Saturday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, Jamie and Airdrie, I put more effort in knowing the most basic of music trivia than the Flames put it in on Saturday night. Also, oh, sharpen no. up GVP and Broads. Knew he's a singer. I didn't couldn't get the Beatles part right. So no, but like John Lennon. I know. Okay, okay. Yeah. At least I didn't say from the Bare Naked Ladies but... song. Yeah. At least there was that. Uh, that's great that you. <laughs> idea who that was we deserve and i knew it that's why i asked i knew you would know who yoko ono was i knew it that initial pause where they were both like Like, oh do we have time to google it and then alex is like oh what band is he from (laughs) the most stoner type well Well, wasn't he like one of those like music okay 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 hold on can you name? Did you Google the Beatles or no? No, honestly? no. Like I just wasn't sure if it was the okay. Beatles or Queen, and I didn't want to embarrass myself more by saying the wrong band. Okay, okay. Here, let's do this really quickly. Did you Google the Beatles, GVP? Yes. Okay, so you're not allowed to play. Alex, name what? one more member of the Beatles. Oh no. <laughs> no, come on. I know like one Beatles song. Oh no. Like, give I, me I one more member of the Beatles. I'll even take nicknames. Come I. I on. I, I really can't do this. Oh, no. Don't oh, wait, Google wait, wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, okay. don't look at the text line. Uh, GVP, make sure he's not looking at anything. What is he's it? not doing anything right now. Okay, so it's the Freddie Mercury's the queen though. guy. Yeah. I don't, I can't do this. I genuinely can't do this without Googling. This is, you guys no, are no, embarrassing me. No, do not Google. <laughs> do not Google it. Oh, uh, is there a guy? Wait, 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 wait. There's no. a guy, yes. Come on. Yeah, there's, there's, there's four guys. Oh. <laughs> And they're from Liverpool, and they were called the Fab Four. 
is there one his last name is is like McCartney? <laughs> right? Right? Paul McCartney, yes. Okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Did did somebody text that in? No, did no, you no. Look? No, I was watching him. Once, I on didn't know if he line. was Queen or okay. or Beatles. I get them mixed up. That's awesome. To go through life not knowing the most basic of like basic general knowledge. Oh gosh. It's incredible. Like and I know you like you saying like you're using as like your youth as an excuse, but literally the Beatles are the most famous music rock band whatever you want in the history of mankind. A little overrated. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you GVP. Thank you. I can't remember the fourth. I know it's Ringo. Get out of here. And then what you was the other really? guitarist name? Seriously? George Harrison? Yes, there we go. Yeah. I didn't really care for the Beatles very much either. Do you know who the uh, do you know who the unofficial fifth Beatle was? No. Yoko Ono? No. Pete <laughs> Best. Anyway, um and he left the band, which was a good decision by him. Um let's get to a couple more before we say uh before we give away the tickets. Let's do it. James in Chalk Rain. I put more effort into sleeping than the Flames did Saturday night. Mhm. All right. Okay. Corey in Calgary. I gave more effort to get George his first goal this season for the Royals than the Flames. <laughs> Top cheese, George. <laughs> Top cheese? Okay. Do you go bar down or what? Hit him no, a little bar down ski? No, I just snapped it home. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, I just snapped it. I just snapped it home in front. Yeah, good. For, all right. Uh, let's get to one more. Eric in Calgary. I gave more effort in pretending to be happy for my best friend as he married my ex than the Flames did against the Wild. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Who's that? Whoa. Eric. Like A-R-Y-K was was the name. <laughs> Eric with an A? A-R-Y-K. Eric. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. His name was spelled E-R-I-C. I would be like, uh. Okay. All right. I like that one. Let's get to the, let's mix in one more call before we got to get to Wish. Todd. Uh, Todd, good morning. How are, How are you? Good, you? Hey, Todd, can you can you name one member of the Beatles? <laughs> yeah. Okay, name one member of the Beatles, Todd. John McCarthy. <laughs> Big John McCarthy, the UFC ref? No. <laughs> oh, God. Ringo Starr. Oh, can you yeah, go, Ringo? You go. <laughs> Come on, Todd. Ringo. All right. What do you got for me, Todd, this morning? You know, Todd, if you actually, I, I, to be honest with you, if you were just going to answer a nice, clean Beatles there, I probably would have given you the tickets. <laughs> I'm serious. I wasn't, uh, I wasn't expecting to be asked that question. That's okay. Alex, Alex Brody would not be helping you anyway. Uh, I, gave, <laughs> I gave more effort in blank than the Flames did on Saturday night, Todd. What do you got? I gave more effort in trying to get out of bed to go to the washroom at 5 this morning than the Flames did Friday night or okay. Saturday night. I think that's a common plight mm-hmm. of some gentlemen out there. Yeah, 100%. All right, hang on the line, Todd. Thank you. I just want to give a quick shout-out to all the people that texted in and said that they give a lot of effort when their elderly neighbors shovel their driveways, which I found to be quite comical. That's yep. very creative. Well done. Uh, yep. I think they came in late, so we didn't get them to texty, but... That'd be. I yeah. see. I see you. I see you. Yeah, uh, and then I, I like uh, George named the rap pack members. I know that there was uh, obviously Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy Davis Jr. Like I know. Uh, can you name the Brat Pack? Yeah, from the eighties. <laughs> you mean Jesper Brat? No, not Jack Jesper Hughes, Brat. Nico Dish, Nico Heischer, and his yeah traveling band of devils. Yeah. Um. Let's get to one more. 
before we get to the break here, Alice, let's get to one more. Hit it on texty. Scott, the USA worked harder to keep Novak Djokovic <laughs> out of the country than the Flames did Saturday night. I like that one. All right, what do you guys like? Do you guys like getting the? Do you like getting the callers? Callers like, are fine. I'm leaning to text line today, honestly. Okay, what do you like? On, I do like Terry because he stoked our Beatles conversation. Um, I do like Eric with an A, which is weird. And a about y. the X. Yeah. Um, I did like um, the blood pressure. I did like the blood pressure one from Kevin. Um, Cam treating him his body like an amusement park to Catherine Heigl. Vile. Uh, which one do you like the most? I liked Eric's. All right, Eric. Congratulations, Eric, with an A. Hit some kiss music here, GVP. Immediately, immediately, I need some kiss music. Thank you. Congratulations, Eric, with an A. You're going to see Kiss, presented by Live Nation. End of the Road World Tour, November 12th, 2023. Scotiabank Saddledome. Eric, you're going to see Kiss. Tickets go on sale Friday, March 10th at 10 a.m. Your chance to win more tickets tomorrow. It's the World Tour. Tickets on sale yeah. Friday, 10 a.m. Your chance to win more tickets tomorrow on the big show with Russick and Rose. There, there's not much more to say. Greg Wyshynski next, ESPN NHL writer. We'll do that next. Big show, Russick and Rose, 960 The Fan.